Welcome to the To Faithful Men podcast. This project started in 2006 to preserve old sermon and study tapes of Wiley Flanagan, Hassel Wallace, and Mike Strevel. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Now we come to chapter 3, and we have the church at Sardis. Sardis uh, was the capital of uh, the ancient uh, Lydian Empire. Croesus was the general. He was a big boy. In fact, he was. Uh, history says he's the wealthiest man that ever lived. And uh, uh, you remember when Daniel uh, tells us about the bear uh, leaning up on its one side and three ribs in its mouth and so on? All right, now Lydia was one of those ribs. Uh, Sardis was that rib here, see? Sardis was a capital of uh, uh, Asia Minor at that time. Now, this is back uh, 700 uh, B.C. And uh, and then on down to 600 and, uh, when Cyrus, see? Cyrus, uh, at the time that Darius, after, uh, after Cyrus had... Uh, 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 dethroned the Belshazzar, the Babylonian Empire, while, uh, uh, while Darius was acting and ruling as king in Babylon, Cyrus was still out, uh, fighting. He was a great soldier. And he had just conquered Croesus, Sardis, at the time that they took over, uh, uh, that, uh, just before that he, he returned. Uh, to fight uh, the Babylonian before he went into the city uh, of Babylon. Well, Sardis, uh, in this, uh, the uh, key word in Sardis is to watch, be watchful. Why? Because Sardis now, the uh, physical location of the town was upon a, a, a high hill that only had one approach. It was a rock a uh, mountain that was uh, that could not be uh, traveled. No man could climb it even. Uh, and on the one entrance. And of course they felt secure. And, uh, and they no nation, no army ever defeated them in battle from that from that city. Ever captured the city. Not by overrunning it. But not by force. But on two occasions Cyrus uh, the first time, uh, he, uh, came and, uh, to encircle the city. And they watched and observed that city, how they tried to figure out how they were going to capture it, how they were going to take the, uh, Croesus. And, uh, well, there was a, one of his soldiers, generals, or some key man in the organization, saw a man's helmet fall off and it fell down and rolled and it rolled down to the bottom of the valley and he saw this soldier come down that mountain and get that. He said, well, if he can come down and go back up, we can. So that night, this man went around and they found a crack, a cleft in the uh, in the mountain, just a, just enough that a man could 
could walk up it. And there was enough men that made uh, their ascent to the to the mountain. And when they got up on top, their fortifications, their um, battlegrounds, and all of their strongholds, they weren't manned. And so uh, they just took them by surprise. They wasn't watching, you see. All right? Twice, uh, then later, uh, uh, Antiochus, when uh, uh, in his kingdom, after, after uh, Alexander the Great uh, died, of course the kingdom was divided, and then Antiochus took Syria. All right, he likewise went against this same city, Sardis. And history tells us that he uh, uh, mounted the top of the hill in the same way that, but he had to stay there uh, over over uh, uh, two months before he was before they had an opportunity to uh, to surprise uh, the army. Now. Well, now, that's the background of history. Now, whether that history has anything to do with this message, uh, I don't know. But I just uh, I, I just tell you what history says, uh, pointed out. Now, let's read it. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent, if therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Now, if you were living in this town and was a member of this church at that time, and if you knew the history of that city, it was the wealthiest city and territory uh, at that time that the world knew anything about. The river, they say, even uh, washed gold and made gold deposits on the banks. And uh, I, I, I like to live right close to it. I'd have, I'd have had me a good path down there, see. But... Uh, uh, but uh, now you see the this city they say what is it oh they they don't need anything see they've got it all they they uh, 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 but they've got a name to live but actually they they were uh, they were dead but there was still something they still was holding on to something. The Lord hadn't spewed this church out of its mouth. You know, sometimes they get in mighty bad straits and still, if the committee don't get them, the Lord gives them another chance to repent. Okay? Because he says, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard. 
Now, that's the only thing that, uh, uh, that's the only way they had of knowing truth. Now, don't blame the people. Don't visualize these people with a New Testament in their hand or an Old Testament in their hand or a scroll. They'd have it. All they'd heard, here comes a preacher through there. Well, he read out of a book one day, all right? If if you'd heard the book of Revelation read uh, 10 years ago, 20 years, 15 years ago, that's the only time you'd heard it, and you hadn't heard it since, seen it, or read it, how much would you remember of it? How much would you know about what this book teaches? See, we, we, wouldn't, we would be in the same shape these folks were. So they, uh, that's the, now that's the reason why they were to remember, they were to recall to mind everything that possibly could of what they had heard, see, from the public reading of the scripture. And they had to share their Bible. Now, he says, uh, that he would come as a thief, you see. Uh, now that's the way those people came, you see. They came secretly. They slipped. They surprised it. Uh, but now, Paul tells us that we are not as the world, you see, that, that that day will overtake us as a thief. He's told us that. He's told us that he's coming back. And, and look at the numbers of times in the Bible. He says, watch. Why? Because you know not the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. But that didn't keep us from watching. And uh, so then he says, Thou hast a few names. See, here's the only commendation about it. Uh, they, uh, he, Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Now, in, with reference to the church at Pergamos, uh, with reference to the white stone, in Revelation you have a white garment, you have white robes, uh, you have white linen, which is a righteousness of the saints, with reference to the bridegroom. And the bride, the bride is represented as uh, the white linen in ever marriage. And, and that's on, uh, in 19th chapter of Revelation, you have a call there. That's just a summons to the marriage supper. The marriage hadn't taken place and the, the feast hadn't taken place. But there was a, there was the announcement of it. And to every wedding, there's uh, the two principal uh, essential to a wedding is a groom and a bride. And, well, usually it's something that goes along with it is a courtship. And, uh, and, and then there's a wedding date set, see. Uh, there's a time, there's a place. Uh, and, and that's, uh, and that's announced. And then the description of the wedding itself there tells us the high, and, and this description of, of her garment of being, uh, white linen, see, of the church, the, the bride of Christ. They being as uh, uh, white linen, and then speaks of it as the righteousness of the saints. Well, uh, his accumulated personal uh, righteousness for obedience, 
uh, it includes that. It also includes the imputed righteousness. Without the imputed righteousness, there would be no personal righteousness. You wouldn't have had it. Uh, but uh, some different ones take the different uh, different uh, views concerning it. But now, when it says, for they are worthy, well, uh, uh, why are they worthy? They're not worthy in their own set, uh, in their own uh, selves. But as, but yet, uh, God, uh, the churches and individuals are called on to be faithful, to be overcomers, obedient even to death. See, and and we had that in here, and with reference to uh, Antipas, that church over there apparently was doing all right, as long as Antipas, who possibly was the pastor of the church, as long as he was alive, they were, uh, the, the church was doing fine. But when he when he was martyred. Uh, then the church uh, began to embrace uh, different uh, different uh, theories and uh, became became lax in their support of the truthfulness to the word. But now here he says, "I will not blot out his name." See, he's going to be clothed in white raiment, uh, and the book uh, I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Now this expression. Whatever it may mean anywhere or else, and it's it's in Exodus thirty two thirty two and Psalm sixty nine twenty eight, Luke ten twenty, and Philippians four three, Hebrews twelve twenty three, Hebrew uh, Revelation thirteen eight, Revelation seventeen eight twenty twelve, and verse fifteen also in chapter twenty one verse twenty seven. The book of life, or the book, sometimes it's just the book. Sometimes there's a book of life. And uh, uh, there's there's a degree of differences in them. But whatever uh, the the principal point is that in every city there was a, a register. Just like uh, when Caesar uh, required the, everybody to go and roll. See? That's why Joseph and Mary went to Bethlehem to enroll. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they kept up with them, but the cities had uh, the names of the people that lived in that city. When they died, they took their name off of the road. That's the book of the living. And, uh, and it's read, referred to as a book of life. And once a man dies, they didn't let him vote back in those days. See, sometimes uh, they still are resurrected around certain parts. But uh, then he says, I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Well, uh, that sounds mighty like Luke 12, 8 and Matthew 10, where Jesus says, He that uh, confesses my name, see, before men, him will I confess before my father, which is in heaven. So, uh, uh, then verse 6, uh, the charge, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Well, now this, um, this chapter, uh, uh, this church was not troubled by persecution. Nobody on the outside, there's no uh, symptoms, there's no evidence, internal evidence by reading this word that they were persecuted. 
by the uh, by the pagans. Emperor worship was not a problem. Uh, the Jews, see, uh, they uh, they were they were no problem to this church. Sometimes most of the opposition came from the Jews because they'd follow wherever Paul or anybody preached. They'd they'd go in there to stir up trouble. Uh, but uh, but there was no no problem here at all. The only problem uh, in, in the in the church of Sardis was. Uh, of course, they they had a name. They thought they were doing all right. They had all of the activities going that could possibly uh, that the church could possibly do, and for doing good things, works. While they were noted for that, it well known. But it was inwardly. See, their trouble was uh, was the uh, uh, was uh, their spiritual neglect, uh, and so they were poor spiritually. See, we had the church over here that was just the reverse. They were, uh, they were, uh, poor in this world's goods as a church, but they were rich in faith. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.